3, 4, 5, 5, 6. is 25 minutes past one on Saturday the 15th of February 2014. My name is Garrett Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And we're recording from Leamington Spa today. Oi, we're in the same room. I'm touching G now. <laughs> ah, it's crazy. <laughs> he loves it. Yeah. You filthy beast. Oh. Also, this is Errand of Mercy. I didn't mention this that. This is the Errand of Mercy stag do slash Valentine's Day edition. It's, it's a good combo. It's yeah. a powerful romance combo. <laughs> it's pretty, it's almost too powerful <laughs> for the for the internet to hold. Um, we're, as it's my stag do today, it's literally right now, this is the beginning, I'm drinking 60% proof whiskey. Yeah, I'm finishing a cup of coffee and then moving on to the 60% proof whiskey. You can tell it's 60% proof because it smells of whiskey and it tastes vaguely of whiskey and then it tastes of numbness <laughs> and that's how you know it's good. Um, it might be a little bit of a shorter show this week because um, I've got to get like get off in less than an hour, Whee! said the actress of a bishop. <laughs> um, good times. Um, so yeah, why don't we just jump straight into uh, Justin Bieber news? Which, which you know, one of my favourite kinds of news. It's un- unfortunately, none actually happened. Yeah, no- nothing happened this week. Um, Simon, you found what could have been the greatest piece of Bible news ever. The best story ever. Um, which was uh, Justin Bieber getting refused service at a... Sorry for that sound, that's uh, Simon eating some crisps. I'm just going to keep on eating the worst snack to eat on the radio throughout um, this one. Justin Bieber refused uh, service at a Starbucks because he wasn't wearing his shirt and then getting punched in the face by... Uh, was it Blake Griffin? Yeah. Um, who And then the police arrived. So it basically combined everything we love here at End of, Errand of Mercy. Shirtlessness. Shirtlessness, number one, clearly. <laughs> That's always at the top of my list. Uh, Justin Bieber, Starbucks, and Tales of True Crime. <laughs> but unfortunately, it turns out none of that actually happened. It was too perfect. It was too perfect. It was a fake news story. Which is unfortunate, because we do enjoy delicious, delicious Bieber news, and, and we enjoy talking about Starbucks, but unfortunately, it was made up. Yeah, and it's really weird, because basically this week, I have no Bieber news or Rob Ford news. <laughs> I, they might have died. I don't <laughs> they know. Have done. Maybe they've just gone back to Canada. See, this is the problem with I have talking about Rob Ford and Justin Bieber is uh, I always want to say Canada. Well, it's Can- Canada's a rubbish name for a country. It should they... be Canada because they're Canadians. Yeah, there's a lack of um, vowel sounds in yeah. Canada. It's, uh, you want to add more, Canada. <laughs> yeah. There's four or five A's. In <laughs> four that, or five. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it's supposed to work. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're here in the same studio. 
today, which, which is good because Jay's basically just walked in, taken his coat off, and then started recording. <laughs> pretty much, um, which is quite impressive. I think we were planning to have a kind of sort of about half an hour or so, just to like have lunch, kind of chill out. For that a was bit. the plan. Um, unfortunately, as we've discussed most previously, I think most of Britain is underwater at present. It's getting pretty worrying. Man. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, you know, I live in Manchester, which is very rainy and. Um, not very much underwater there. We're we're fairly above ground in a in a Manchester, whereas Leamington is close to becoming an island. It's, it's not too bad. I mean, we've got the rivers are starting to get a little bit high. I live next to a canal, yeah. so I'm kind of worried. But I think canals don't count. <laughs> yeah, I don't think canals count. I think I think they're <laughs> we've just safe. decided that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, coming over the on the train, there was like the, the rivers were pretty high, and uh, Leamington's as far as you can get apparently before <laughs> England turns into an underwater kingdom. We're so. at the edge of the badlands here. <laughs> pretty much, we're basically yeah. Leamington is now a port city. It wasn't before. <laughs> yeah, but we're building docks as we speak. Yeah, uh, Leamington is now the home of the Royal Navy, as it is the southernmost point <laughs> of the British Isles. And um, we're currently setting up trade relations with the fish-like mutants who have replaced <laughs> humanity south yeah. of Leamington. For Formerly known as Cockneys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they became. It was quite fun getting the train down because essentially, I, as I got closer and closer, I just saw everyone in Britain becoming slightly crazier, <laughs> more unhinged. The thought of the the water gradually getting closer to them. Yeah, kind of in in Manchester, there was a gen, you know, a genial bonhomie. Mm. You know, everyone was grouping together, like, oh, I hear that train's going to be late, and oh, this one's cancelled. Don't worry, we'll sort you out. Kind of have a cup of tea. I think by the time I got to Birmingham. New Street, there were cabals forming. <laughs> I saw that there was a pig's head attached to a stake just outside the station, <laughs> which I believe they, 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 I think they thought would keep outsiders away. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they consulted with it about what they should do yeah. to stop the water from rising. Um, in Leamington, there was a coach going to Banbury, and and some of the some of the commuters had set up a bonfire <laughs> and were preparing to throw the coach driver into that bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> to placate the water god. It's it's getting pretty crazy, isn't mm. it? Like I think one of my favourite things about this whole uh you know flood Mageddon though is I mean, <laughs> really this has been going on, I mean, like since Christmas, mm. like was when the flood started. And um we didn't really hear much from the government until probably about a week ago when David Cameron made a press statement. Coincidentally, that was the day that the playing fields at Eton flooded. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he gets a phone call from Eton. And he's like, what, well, it's it's on the field. Right, mobilise the army. That's yeah. it. We're going to get those boys yeah. out. And apparently now after four years of austerity, money is no object. Yeah, well, because, yeah. because rich people. <laughs> I think that the thing I like about this is the north-south divide is yeah. kind of flipped on its head now. Yeah. Yeah. Now Be- the south is full of water yeah, and uh, the north is the place to be. Pretty much. It's great. <laughs> and the Midland is still this kind of beige band of no no man's land yeah. with no cultural identity. <laughs> you were saying that like you were trying to tell me where you were on the train and you said you couldn't tell because all of the towns in Midland look the same. Yeah, pretty much. I was I, I, I think I Realised I was probably in Coventry because it's looked a bit more grim than everywhere else. Coventry but, is pretty grim, but yeah, apart from that, pretty much identical. Every, you get you get past about uh, Stafford, and everything everything is... blends together. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fine. 
We got a Wagamamas in Leamington now, though. So you know, wow. Get and, you. and a Nando's, <laughs> and a Nando's. Yeah, Manchester City Centre has just opened its fourth Nando. Really? Yeah, that's a lot of Nando's per capita. Yeah, I don't think anyone needs that much chicken. I think the funniest thing, one of my favourite things about the Wagamamas in Leamington, is it's like if you go in there during the daytime for lunch, it's full of like confused retired people, <laughs> like that, like ordering things and then going, oh. Because it's quite nice, yeah. And just like like looking at whatever you're eating, going, oh, what's that? And like you're getting into weird conversations with old ladies about Japanese cuisine. <laughs> so that's that's what the Midlands is. It's a meld. It's a bland melding pot. <laughs> Doesn't matter what you throw in, the t- the flavour is the same. Mm. It tastes kind of like tapioca. Yeah, it's, kind of... it's sustaining but not particularly exciting. <laughs> If everyone for pudding has it's bread it's bread and butter pudding it's the bread, staple bread and butter of the pudding. Midlands the, the, the flavour of the Midlands is if you lick the Midlands it tastes like bread and butter pudding um, I have some stuff that I want to talk about as well seeing as it's Valentine's Day well it was Valentine's Day it's still Valentine's Day in my heart okay I hold it in my heart what did you do for Valentine's um, Day Jay? my girlfriend told me not to do anything for Valentine's Day did she disagrees with it uh, did you do nothing for we Valentine's Day we did nothing Day? for Valentine's Day was it a trap. Um, or no, was it actually no, truthful? That, that was actually truthful. That's um, good. I, not, a lot of people seem to disagree with Valentine's yeah, Day these um, days. It was basically we treated it like a normal day, and as I was coming down here last night, I uh, I, I just stayed in my own flat, and we just kind of said, uh, you know, just kept in touch. She was watching Arrested Development. I think I watched an episode of Star Trek and then tried to go to sleep. So I think it's nice that... Um, that that you're still keeping that single man Valentine's Day vibe strong. Yeah, it, it, it's quite good at the moment. I've kind of got a situation where every now and then I can just retreat to my own horrible flat and pretend to be a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to Nicole this morning that me and Nicole are basically just two bachelors it, it, who happen to be getting married. Um, so let let me give you a description of, of the studio, of the studio <laughs> where I record. Right. So I we're sitting. Me and Simon are sitting close together in one corner yeah. at the microphone. Yeah. Um, Various the Lego model of Helm's Deep uh, discussed at length in previous episodes. Yeah, with the additional with the additional deeping wall section bought from the Urukai Army set. Right, um, you've got a nice little uh, sort of ballista Lego model there. That I quite like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I see a Nintendo DS done in a, Zel- a Zelda special edition Nintendo DS. Yep. Um, as I look up at the wall, there are a number of X Men covers <laughs> from from the years. Uh, a, a painting of a sort of Gundam Sonic, I believe is how I would describe Actually, that. Actually, like, <laughs> it sounds like he's taking the piss, but I literally have a picture of Gundam Sonic. Yeah, Sonic out of the video game Sonic, but if he was a Gundam. <laughs> and uh, and there's a big Naruto wall scroll <laughs> on one wall. Evidence is damning, isn't it? It's <laughs> yeah. quite bad. Is, got... is that a gaming keyboard? Yes, uh, I also have, a, um, I have a, uh, a Logitech G13 which is my gaming uh, keyboard of choice and a Razer Naga Hex gaming mouse um, oh there's a commemorative uh, Penny Arcade poster here yeah. from a Kickstarter campaign and um, above you you will see uh, a, um, a children's toy version of the WWE um, heavyweight champion uh, belt and uh Two different maps of provinces from the Elder Scrolls games. Um, and is this is this box? Does that contain a Warhammer? Is yes, that a Warhammer it does. Yes, set it does. <laughs> it's not Warhammer starter set. That's actually um, uh, Skullvane um, Mance, uh, Lair of the Astromancer, which is a piece of scenery for Warhammer. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Evidence so, so, is damning. <laughs> I think. So Simon's Simon and his fiance's flat. I think it's like the the worst thing is only half of this is mine. 
It's it's some of it's mine and some of it's my fiance's. Jesus. Yes. What are your thoughts on the whiskey? <laughs> wow. That, that that that's a wallet right there. Yeah, huh? it's bad man whiskey. Yeah, I believe is. Uh, I think that's the brand. Is <laughs> bad man whiskey. <laughs> you have to drink it. It makes you feel like a Jamaican if you drink it. Um. um so yeah, it being Valentine's Day yesterday. Um, I thought I'd go online and I'd um, I'd look at some some sexy some sexy sex toys, G. Yeah. Because you know Valentine's Day is the time of day time of year when everybody buys each other gifts. Yeah. Most of them ill advised. Yeah. So people get each other things like you know flowers, mm-hmm. chocolates are very popular. Um, you know may, maybe some sort of like soaps or things like that. You know that sort of thing. Something something you know something a bit romantic. What about this, G? Um, this is the Doc Johnson Belladonna's Magic Hand Dildo. This is a uh, a, a dildo shaped like a hand. Um, um, is it shaped like the hand of uh, the famous porn star Belladonna? <laughs> uh, if you if you look here, <laughs> yeah, the uh, description on the packaging. What does that say, G? Um, it says experience for pleasure. <laughs> Moulded direct of, directly from Belladonna's actual hand. It's, it's worrying. Um, uh, and there's, a, there's also a fist, a clenched fist version. Yeah, this, this version, I would say, it's sort of... In, in something like a, a karate chop sort of thing. It's kind of... It looks like it's being uh, it's being compressed slightly to fit into an orifice, I would uh, say. Per- yeah, perhaps. It's got, it's... A, like... But the thing I like about this, this dildo, G... <laughs> Say uh, a sentence you never thought I'd say to you while sat in the same room as you. The thing um, I like I, about this well, dildo, you say G. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we shouldn't go into that. A couple more whiskeys, we'll see what happens. Um, the uh, the thing I like about this dildo, G, is uh, you see quite a lot of hand dildos. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, they're, they're a common thing, just like yeah. around. You see them on the streets. <laughs> I, uh, I had a friend called Dan once, who we've spoken about on the show before, I used to work with, and he pointed out to me, he was uh, we were we used to work weekend shift together, when we were the only people in the lab, mm. and we, we sat um, opposite each other. Um, we were uh, doing some work in the lab, and he looked at me with a quizzical thought on his face, and he said, "You know, you know hand dildos." I was like, "Yeah, Dan. Yeah, I know of them." He says, "Well, quite often they're smaller than an adult hand, aren't they?" I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." He's like, "Does that mean that people who buy them want to get fisted by ten-year-olds?" <laughs> and I was like, yeah, "I thought about it. And I was like, that's a good point, actually." Cause it's is like, it? Is that a good point? <laughs> do you think that people who buy a fist-shaped dildo and the fist is quite tiny, they want to be fisted by ten-year-olds? <laughs> I think they're all perverts. What I'm saying. <laughs> if you don't, if you own a hand dildo and it's not like a, a, a one-to-one scale adult hand. adult hand, then you are a pervert. So you you will get behind this hand dildo because it is because shaped, it's like, shaped like, like an actual, actual adult, adult hand. hand. Yeah, <laughs> an adult who could consent, Gene. That's what's important. Yeah, here. they have consented to they have their have hand, hand remade. <laughs> Made in silicon to be inserted into an orifice. Um, so I thought I'd, uh, I'd I'd have a look at some of the reviews of this hand dildo to see if it was a, a good choice. If you were going to, Jim's uh... <laughs> now reading the first well, line of the review. No, no. I, what I'm reading is um, is there's a rating here, and it's got a number of categories. So I'll read you these categories. Um, it's a five star rating. Uh, attractiveness is five stars. Quietness is not rated because this is a silent running dildo. <laughs> um, material and build quality, five stars. Ease of use, five stars. Strength of vibrations, again, no, not, not, not applicable. applicable. This is just manual vibration only, <laughs> I suppose. An orgasm rating, also five. 
So it's uh, so it, and I, I had a look at the reviews. You can't find a review below four stars for a hand-shaped dildo, and I think that that's partially to do with the fact that if you're going to buy a hand-shaped dildo, you're already in on that concept. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you're going to be like, well, I bought this hand-shaped dildo, I wasn't sure about the concept at first, yeah. but now, uh, but yeah, but you it, have to be committed to the cause to yeah, buy a hand-shaped dildo. I think you do, you? Um, and I think uh, one of these such people uh, who was committed to the cause is uh, is a man who goes by the name of Anal Play boy <laughs> oh, well, did you new... say did you say playboy no i'm an anal playboy <laughs> i found my new steam name <laughs> new steam name is anal playboy <laughs> is that allowed oh yeah i think so you can call yourself anything you want really, yeah can't you? it's fine so uh, i mean i was called guy for a while that's I'm true sure you were you were called that for a long long time <laughs> longer than I would like, longer than you'd hope actually I would say um, so uh, so anal playboy had this to say he said that, uh, the title of the review is absolutely awesome and he said uh, I bought a book on fisting years ago <laughs> strong start well I suppose this is it you know how I, can, I I went down to the library and I borrowed I borrowed some reference books on fisting <laughs> Uh, but was being too ambitious for sure when I got down to the reality of getting a hand up my ass, <laughs> which yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of people have had to make that decision in their lives. I think I'm being a bit ambitious here. <laughs> I've taken this concept too far. I've got to work my way up from a ten-year-old's hand. <laughs> Just, yeah, start off with like a five-year-old's hand. <laughs> Move up to a ten-year-old's hand. You got to graduate. It, that's what I've heard. You can't just go starting off with a twenty-five-year-old's hand. That's ridiculous. Jeez, now not he's refusing to look me in the eye when I'm saying this. I can't this actually look at you. Does he mean his own? Um, because that, like, anatomically, I don't know how you. He doesn't say my. He says he doesn't say my hand. It's just a any hand will do. Any hand, any hand will do. Um, I've had great fun with Hung and Matador, but nothing prepared me for the feeling of this coming inside me. <laughs> oh, the first time was mind blowing as it sucked itself into me. This sounds like a like. <laughs> I mean, it ri- wow, like, like like a description of of some kind of like alien, some kind of alien activity. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind the the anal probing after a while. In fact, I grew to enjoy it, uh, uh, making me shudder with pleasure. You you obviously need plenty of lube. Well, it's a yeah. it's an adult size hand. I think lube yeah. is always a good idea. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> but once it was uh, once it was in, the fun really began as I moved it around as well as in deeper. By na- by by nature of this hand being an uneven shape, you might want to tidy that. I should have got something to proofread this review <laughs> of a of a of a hand shaped anal dildo. Yeah. Um, uh, by by nature of this hand being an uneven shape, it has the ability to give very different but totally orgasmic sensations depending on which way you oh, slide God. it in. What? You I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm uncomfortable picturing this picturing man with a, man. a plastic hand up his ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think there's been, uh, if you'll pardon the, the, the word choice, there has been an explosion of guys putting <laughs> things in their asses. I, I don't know. I feel probably this has been going on throughout all time. It's, it's just come into the light recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're now designing things yeah. for said orifice. So uh, <laughs> this is this is like this is the hardest line for me to say. I'm gonna have to take a sip me, of Do you want me to? Do you want could to pass you, it over? Could you read this next paragraph? Once I was in over the knuckles, <sighs> it took me to places I had never been to with a dildo up my ass. With the wrist being much smaller than the hand itself, this toy enables prolonged play without the discomfort I sometimes get from other cock-shaped toys. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> so, places you haven't been with a dildo in your ass. Prague. <laughs> Have you been to Prague with a dildo I've in your ass? I've never been to Prague. <laughs> this took me to... I, I, <laughs> I went this to Cairo. Took, yeah. I, I I went for a tour. I went on I went on that French sewer tour with a dildo <laughs> up my ass. I'm pretty sure that's happened before. Oh yeah, <laughs> that French sewer tour. There are some deviants on that. <laughs> Trying to get closer to where they belong underground. <laughs> Subterranean cannibal. What are they called? Cannibalistic humanoid un- underwater underground dwellers. Yeah. Uh, I must be getting used to it. As it often falls out. Uh, on its own these days. Oh no! <laughs> I think maybe you should discontinue use. Yeah. If an entire human hand <laughs> will just slip out of your anus, I think maybe you should discontinue use. It's just that's all just I'm take saying. Take a break. Take yeah, just like make it a sometimes yeah. thing. Work, work on some anal keggles. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like meth. Make this hand-shaped dildo uh, a, sometimes a sometimes thing. thing. Uh, I used it before writing this, and I can still feel the glow. I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> Maybe like a post a post hand in anus glow. Yeah, I think it, I, I imagine that there's some endorphin release going on from that action. It's a great toy and well worth the money. Uh, apparently, he's um, he's recently bought the hand, uh, but only got that in twice. Now there's another review. Uh, oh yeah, that this company also makes another Belladonna hand. It's called the Bitch Fist. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Um, uh, that's a uh, that's a fist one. That's a hand in a clenched fist. Right. Which is uh, probably worse, I think. Uh, I don't know. It's less pointy, I guess. I guess it is. <laughs> Which would you prefer, G, if you had to choose? If I... Uh, <laughs> neither, please. Neither, please. So we're, we're now moving on some more reviews now. We're sticking on this. A different product. I think I might only do two. I've got a okay. number of them, but it appears to be quite pa- quite painful for you. Uh, so this is another product which uh, I discovered uh, a couple of days ago when I was doing research for this feature. Mm. Um, and... Uh, it's it's an odd one. It's called the Squeal. Uh, have okay. you heard of the Squeal, G? In fact, it's the Squeal Two. This is the Generation Two model. Okay, looking looking at their logo, I think I know what this is. It's, uh, <laughs> squeal is spelled S Q W E E L, and uh, it's uh, it's essentially a, a a rotating wheel covered in uh, in robot tongues. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it spins around, and I, I believe it's supposed to it's supposed to simulate oral sex for women. Um, and you know, if this is the closest thing that we've made, <laughs> yeah, I think we need to. I think if this is the closest our scientists can come to the human tongue, then that organ is a lot more complex than I realise. <laughs> like I think that like maybe if you'd like one of these, maybe I'd wait for the squeal seven or eight. Um, I don't think we've ironed out all of I, the I kinks think in the I'm, tech. I'm trying to work out how to explain this to people who, who can't see it at home. Um, imagine, have you ever visited um, some sort of medieval water mill? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a cyber water mill from the future, except it's motorised and all of the spokes are made of tongues. <laughs> if you are profusely vomiting at this point, or maybe blood is trickling from your ears, don't worry, that's normal. <laughs> Uh-huh. This is something that humanity has made. It costs forty pounds. I mean, only three and a half stars. This one, so not as not as well rated as Belladonna's hand. Yes, that only had um, that only had twenty reviews. This one has one hundred and eight reviews, though. I so mean, a bit of a bigger sample. A size. bit of a bigger sample. I, I might. I, I'm. I mean, this may be kind of. Um, this may be stereotyping. I just also feel that women, perhaps. I mean, this this one is targeted at women. 
And I think they just might be a bit more sort of careful and sensible about what they put in their orifices. I don't think it's like like uh, guys will do things with wild abandon, won't they? I think yeah. you just got to watch like a single episode of anything set in a hospital. Like, you don't see many girls coming in with things stuck in their vaginas, do you? Well, no. That's, that's, the, like, that's the thing. <laughs> And, and it's always something ridiculous. It's never like, oh, there's like, I've got a ping pong ball stuck up there. It's like, I've got this entire broom. <laughs> yeah. Two-thirds of the way up the handle. Got um, one of those uh, BBC Sky satellite dishes stuck up my arse. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, I think I'm dying. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I think women being slightly more discerning in the bedroom yeah. probably made that, meant that the reviews of this were a little bit more choice. Um, I did decide to um, pick one of the five-star reviews. Okay. As an example. Um, this is probably the highest rated one. Um, this is this comes from Mr. and Mrs. P's, a bisexual married couple. Well, which is well, nice. It's nice, sort of. But it's nice to, uh, nice to hear that, you know, they're exploring their horizons. Also that people apparently f- named after characters in a 60s sitcom. Well, you know. You know all those couples in the 60s. Oh, yeah. That like that that situation. Yeah. Um, this gets a five star review on all categories apart from quietness. <laughs> I've noticed. Um, I've um, I've watched a video. <laughs> oh God! I don't need to know about this. <laughs> they have product review like like product review videos. Yeah, show I'm you, like, sure they do. <laughs> look, it's here. I watched this video here. Okay. It's on the page. I'm showing G at the moment. Yeah. There's an app, just a lady kind of quite. The video, the product review videos are quite interesting because it's just like a a woman matter of factly explaining the functions of a terrifying murder wheel. Yeah, ju- just just from the still shot, it does look like something you might see on QVC. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but except with like really weird sex toys. So um, it is very loud. Um, but what I noticed from watching the video is at its lowest speed setting, it spins so fast the camera can't properly track its movement. <laughs> so you know how like when, when they show adverts for cars mm. and the frame rate of the of the film can't keep up with the car's wheels and they look yeah. like they're spinning backwards? It does that on the lowest setting. <laughs> wow. So uh, pretty powerful, powerful piece tongue of, action. Powerful tongue action from this machine, this terrifying murder machine. So... It's the highest rated review. Okay. If you uh, if you order in in order of, of review um, height, like yeah. five, one to five. So stars, Mr. Is and Mrs. The best P's one. loved the, loved this. Yeah, item. this was this is the best review of this product. Yeah. Um, so this is written from the point of view of, of of Mrs. P's. My husband got me the squeal tooth for Valentine's Day, and he allowed me to have it early. I tried it on my own and didn't find it much at all, which is unfortunate. Mm. Um, when my husband came home and we tried it again together, it was completely different. So, girls, get your partner in on the fun. Now, couple of issues. Right, yeah. I... <laughs> so, the thing is, okay, if he's there, can't he do it himself? <laughs> so, this is the best review of this product. Yeah. <laughs> um, tongs are very dry. So make sure you use loads of lube. The best way to put lube onto your toy is to put some lube on the back of your hand, then turn your toy on and allow the tongs to lick the lube off your hand. Oh, which God. makes it sound like it's some kind of like terrifying semi-sentient creature. <laughs> like actually the squeal, like the surround of the squeal is 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 like made out of white plastic. White or black plastic, but the inside is like this weird, like hot pink color. Yeah, which suggests to me that actually there's a creature. <laughs> so they found these like in a trench somewhere, like the Mariana Trench. Yeah, and they just encase them in plastic. So the the actual thing itself is some kind of horrifying mollusk <laughs> with like loads of tongues. Um, so my husband enjoyed this toy with me also. 
I would say you need good batteries to get the most out of it and the toy be- uh, of this toy because the, the speed is not very powerful with cheaper batteries. This is a, this is a five star review and it sounds really crap. Yeah. So uh, so the squeal um, it so doesn't we- work very well on your own. Mm. You've got to get your partner to use it um, on you. <laughs> so there's this thing that that, that that people have that me and you are using at the moment. Uh, it's called the tongue. Now. <laughs> It doesn't cost forty pounds. Doesn't cost forty quid. No. No, my tongue doesn't. Um, I don't know about yours. You might charge a bit higher. I charge a variable rate, on <laughs> depending on yeah. depending on how vigorous you are. Is it speed one, speed two, or speed yeah. three? Zero percent annual interest. Though, so. <laughs> so, so this this is one of those weird tech things where somebody has created a uh, a, a piece of technology which is worse than the thing it's trying to replace. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to make much money out of the squeal. Um, if I'm honest with you, no, I, I think so. So what we're saying is that if if you want to spice up your love life yeah. this Valentine's weekend, get Belladonna's hand, yeah, rather than not a squeal, not a squeal. No, okay, you don't want to do that. That would be a mistake. You'd um, be uh, you'd be missing a trick there. Uh, do you want to stick with Valentine's, or do you want to move to science news for a bit and then go back to Valentine's? Let's do science, science and Valentine's Day. Um, okay, so I'll start us off. Um, Let's start off with a story that came out this week, um, which is a a food... It's called the fake food scandal, Simon. Yes. Um, So uh, Nobody's talking about that, are they? They're talking about the floods a lot. Nobody's mentioning this. No one's mentioning that... um, But apparently in Britain we are being sold mozzarella that is less than half cheese, um, ham on pizzas that is either poultry or meat emulsion... And frozen prawns that are 50% water. Yep. Um, so, yeah, these are checks on food samples that happened in uh, West Yorkshire. Um, they also discovered beef mints adulterated with pork and poultry. Which are kind of like like caught in a compromising position. Yeah. <laughs> like it was fucking the pork and poultry. Well, I assume that's what was going on here. Um, and a herbal tea that contained n- neither herbs nor tea, but was in fact glucose powder laced with a withdrawn prescription drug at 13 times its it's recommended dose. <laughs> That's the best one. Like, 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 because all the other ones are kind of like it's a, a cheaper substitute. But that's like <laughs> I ordered a Big Mac and what I got was a bun full of used HIV infected <laughs> needles. Like, not even close. And it's hazardous to your health. Um, so yeah, uh, apparently also a counterfeit vodka is a bit of a problem. Um, it was found that, that in a large number of small shops, so like you could, local corner shops, yep. um, vodka was in fact uh, made from isopropanol, which is used in antifreeze and in an industrial. Oh solvent. yeah, no, I'd like I've heard about this before. Like I watched a documentary of like there was basically just this guy going. He started at one end of a street full of like corner shops and went to the other yeah. and like confiscated. At the end of it, he confiscated like almost a hundred grand worth of vodka that was all fake and like all. All made out of like windscreen wash fluid, yeah. which is baffling because you can literally make vodka out of anything. Exactly. Yeah. So the Vod- fact vodka, that... vodka is just fermented anything. Yeah. So the fact that you've actually got been like, I think we'll just put isopropanol in this instead. Instead of making it an easier way, what we're going to do is just fuck with people even more. Um, apparently, ten uh, percent of local authorities did no compositional s- sampling last year, which is uh, pretty good news for all of our food. Yeah, I know. It's funny because, like, I work in the food industry. Mm. I work in um, in in a uh, a desserts company, and we get very little. It's weird because we get very little sampling regulation. We're mm. like 
really heavily regulated in terms of the environment that we do things in mm. and like uh and and the cleanliness of our products they review a lot of data in terms of our micro data mm. and chemical testing data but they never take anything away from themselves <laughs> which is strange yeah that there's like a that amount of trust <laughs> yeah I mean, we're like we're terrified of the government, so we do what they say. But what if what if it was being imported from somewhere else? Because that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of this is is imported goods, and nobody's asking the questions they probably should be. <laughs> yeah, we we basically get sort of Ukrainian mozzarella. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah, cheese. It's probably <laughs> it's mozzarella. It's got a C in it. This doesn't have. This doesn't usually have a C in it. No, it's fine. Um, yeah, so I think basically the average of prawns was that 50% by weight was water, but in some cases it was uh, up to three quarters of the prawns were actually like, water. But what does a prawn taste like? Um, I'm not a big fan of prawns, I've there got we to go. say. So, um, but, uh, they taste kind of fishy. They taste, yeah, it's kind of like... And they are quite watery. They taste of, to me, they taste of, of fish filled with sand, <laughs> I think, most of the time. Sandy fish. Sandy fish. It's, but it's all stuff like, like the ham on a... The pepperoni on a pizza. Mm. What does pepperoni taste like? In like, Do you know what actual pepperoni pe- pe- tastes like? Have you been to Italy? No. And eating pepperoni? It's all this kind of thing where, like... We've been we it's probably gradually slid in sideways yeah. while we've just been eating pizza. Well, not I mean, really caring. I mean, the thing is, I'm sure both of us over our time have eaten plenty of those Dr. Utka restaurante pizzas. Oh, yes. I'm pretty sure those are great, but I'm almost certain they have no relation Do- to pizzas. I know, like, you know? like, like restaurante pizzas, I feel like they should come with, like, printed on the inside is yeah. information about what suicide hotlines you can call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, or, or on the front, just say, rather than restaurante pizza, just like, say, pizza style snack. <laughs> pizza style, <laughs> pizza style, cut style. Carbohydrate disc <laughs> yeah. is what it should be called. Man, it's like the the hallmark of a sad and lonely man. The ristorante yeah. pizza. I, I think I think if you if you if you got worked through the diet of every bachelor in the United Kingdom, about fifty percent of their calorie intake would be <laughs> dotted ca- carb carb carbohydrate cheese discs. <laughs> they taste really good. <laughs> they taste amazing. They taste like they, they taste best after you've eaten like. After you've after you drank four cans of cheap lager and yeah. cried for a bit, yeah, that's I, when they taste best. I think I think on on the box, you know how you always have the serving suggestion. <laughs> it, says, it says best served with four cans of red stripe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> best served with with four cans of red stripe and a used Kleenex man size. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it was tough times. Some tough times, weren't they? Tough times. I like to think we've both turned the corner. Well, I think we're, then, we're, yeah. we're here for my stag do. So, after yeah, all. I, feel, I feel we've 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 definitely things have improved. I, I just want to take a break, uh, Simon, to announce you in stag-related news that Jamie Abrams has missed his train. Well, and will probably be late. Well, there we go. What did I say to you, G? <laughs> James James Abrams, ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, we love him, but uh, he rarely arrives on time. <laughs> Which, you know, is fine. We've made allowances for that. Um, so, um, sticking with science news, the Metro is a paper that we should all read and never read. Yes, we um, mentioned that a long while ago, didn't um, we? So, in in the Metro, what you have is you have the celebrity gossip section, mm. and then immediately after that is the science section. Which uh, is always, they call it microcosm, don't they? Yeah, so it's it's mini There's microcosm and then minicosm. Minicosm is even... Sh- so, microcosm is science news in brief. Minicosm is science news in brief, briefly. <laughs> Demand for... Find a special particle. 
Um, so this is a, this is a, a story from the Mini Cosm column. Um, There's hot new evidence, Simon, that playing evil video game characters brings out your bad side. Really, Jay? Right, okay, so so get prepared for the craziest scientific... Like, we've talked about some crazy science. Is this going to be crazier than paedophile mice? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like, like you were going to say, I think so, but then you were like, actually, yes, this is much worse than that. Five minutes as Harry Potter's foe, Lord Voldemort... Made people likelier to use chilli when filling a bowl that another volunteer would then have to lick clean, US researchers have found. Was this performed in like an S&M club? (laughs) How is that an indication of evil? (laughs) How it's like... That what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's so many variables. What? So have they been intention? Have they been told that the person they're filling the bowl of that like, doesn't, like, doesn't like spicy food? Yeah, <laughs> nothing about the scientific. I guess some of the people weren't Lord Voldemort. Or, I There's mean, a control group who had to just play the game all the way through on their own, and then they. Then what did they choose? We don't know. How is that? That's not science. <laughs> yeah, so. It's just like a series of events that culminate <laughs> in somebody eating chilli. <laughs> Someone licking a bowl of chilli. That's really weird. But that would be like the, the way that they choose to indicate evil. Yeah, um, it's it's a very specific version of... I'm pretty sure if you look up evil in the dictionary... the dictionary would definition... fill a bowl that has to be licked clean with chilli. I don't think that's one of them, is it? Um, maybe I'm slipping. May- maybe we're slipping. Maybe that's it. Maybe we've been out of academia for so long, Simon. I have a better scientific study yeah. uh, about computer games I performed myself okay. by accident um, this uh, this week. The second episode of Wolf Among Us came okay. out uh, last week, and I've been playing it. Uh, and uh, one of the things it does at the end of it's like a telltale game, mm. like the Walking Dead games, where you make moral choices throughout yeah. the story. And the end of every chapter, it compares what you did with what everybody else did. Um, and what I'm doing is like you, you basically play as Big B Wolf, who yeah. used to be the Big Bad Wolf and is now the sheriff of a, a suburb of New York where like loads and loads of fairy tale characters have moved to after their homelands got invaded. Yeah, uh, this is by the way based off the comic book uh, Fables, which is all right up until about volume six. Yeah, does it get a little <laughs> bit ropey? Yeah, it kind of drags. Uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, anyway, I, I, feel, I feel that now it's up to sort of volume thirty-two. Yeah, it's one of those, kind of, yeah, it's very much, much the Naruto of Western comics. <laughs> yeah, I think it? so. Yeah. Um. So so uh, one of the things that it does is it tells you like. You and X percent of people made this choice at this point. Mm. And I'm playing it through and like I'm going for like, let's try and reform Big B Wolf as a nice guy. So I'm going for all the nice guy options. Yeah. And they're also kind of more satisfying because you can if you walk into a situation you can get like a quarter of the information you need, like because it's kind of like a detective noir yeah. kind of story. You can get maybe just the information you need to move on to the next section by punching a person in the face. Mm. Or you can have a full conversation with them and like use Good cop, bad cop tactics, or actual like detective work to to find more information. Mm. Um, and there are also kind of secondary things where you just talk to people and uh, you can be nice or not nice to yeah. them. Uh, and at the end of the the chapter, I'd chosen all of the nice options, and then um, and and it, the game revealed to me that about seventy to seventy five percent of people chose the good options as well. That's good, yeah. With no like prompting that they should, yeah. Which I think proves that you know video games don't make you violent. Yeah, most most people will, most people if given like... the option will be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So yeah, nobody had to eat chili to prove anything. <laughs> yeah, you you have done. You have there, there has been a scientific survey done by Telltale Games that is better than making people eat chili. And I think that like my my scientific study is better because uh, because it has percentages in it. Definitely, yeah. So, Rather no, than that's the level of some... science that we're at. Like I'm better because I do percentage. Some of these, whereas where compared to some people with Voldemort, and then they gave people chili. I don't understand. <laughs> like, it reads like, so, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, um, it also, I don't know, is that kind of, I mean, we, neither of us have read Harry Potter. Like, did it later turn out that he loves chili? of Lord Voldemort, he was really into chili. I don't think there's a scene where, like, made Voldemort stood chili. up from his chili. Like, it's just <laughs> incidentally all the time. Like, whenever Voldemort is interrupted, he's just eating chili. <laughs> he's just eating a bowl of chili. Chili, yeah. <laughs> you can't possibly defeat me, Harry said Voldemort through a mouthful of chilli. Yeah. <laughs> Voldemort returned to pouring out his chipotle sauce. <laughs> um, this, that, that was a news clipping from the Metro. I have another news clipping, another sort of brief story from the Metro. This is from Frinton-on-Sea in Essex. Um, probably now Frinton under sea. <laughs> well, I imagine our hearts go out to Frinton. Um, well, do you hold off? <laughs> Steady now. Um, so Frinton um, Aldi, the supermarket, the German supermarket chain, applied to open a uh, branch in Frinton. Um, this is this met hot opposition from locals um, who have said that Aldi is beneath them. <laughs> what? But why? One town councillor, in explanation, one town councillor said, places like Aldi and Lidl are doing very well in some areas because people are happy to pick up a bargain. But it's the lower end of the market. You want something like a Waitrose here instead. Are you joking? Like, nobody <laughs> buys anything from Waitrose. <laughs> this is a literal statement from the Frinton Town Council. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> Frinton on Sea has a long history of fighting change. In 2000, hundreds unsuccessfully cha- campaigned to stop the town's first pub from opening. I don't like. So, this is the problem with politics in England. Like, this kind of thing takes front seat over, you know, improving the flood defences <laughs> of somewhere. Well, I mean, as one local said, if Aldi opened, it would be the worst day in Frinton since the Luftwaffe blew the town up in 1944. No, mate. <laughs> no. I would wager that today, the 15th of February, is probably a pretty bad day for Frinton. You guys need to get some perspective, I think. No, no. If, if an Aldi opened up at underwater Frinton, it would be worse than the actual blitz. No, you know what would happen, though? If they'd opened an Aldi in Frimpton, the UKIP councillor would have blamed the floods on it, wouldn't he? Mm. That's the way it would have worked. That is true. Yeah. So maybe, that's, actually, that's another reason they should have done it. Can we actually just, like, going back to, we briefly discussed politics. I, I know it's, like, one thing that happened, uh, there was recently a by-election in Manchester, which yeah. is quite big news, um, in which uh, Labour won the seats, because it's Manchester, yeah. um, but the Tories were pushed into third place by UKIP. Um, oh, shit. And David Cameron released a, a statement denying that it was a win for UKIP. I don't like it. 
they're they're spinning out of control. Yeah, it's like, like, I feel like they've they've now like because they've now basically denied they've become climate change yeah, deniers, kind of by accident. Yeah, but I they, don't feel like it was their fault that they did that. But they are now climate change yeah, deniers. They now just deny that anything that is happening yeah. is actually happening. You could like you could stab David Cameron; yeah. he would deny that it was happening. <laughs> yeah. So uh, David Cameron, the country's underwater, and you've come in third place at the by election. No, neither of those things happened. Yeah. I deny that happened. <laughs> happening (laughs) it's just like what is going on what is happening in english politics we're underwater we're underwater (laughs) they're out of their depth that's the problem oh like a latter-day hugh punt and steve (laughs) dennis i'm gonna add like like a a sound effect like we're radio shock jocks The lowest of, of human of human beings, the radio shock jock. Just weenie in the butt. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be that. You're always one wrong step away from becoming that when you yeah. do a podcast with two people. You've got to be yeah. really careful. That's the reason why I'm not allowed. We used to have, when we used to do student radio, we had a computer that had a touchscreen yeah. with loads of um, preloaded sound effects on it. I think the air horn was one. Yeah, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed no, one of those. I wanted to get one for the for the show, but like I was gonna get because my dad uh, the ra- the microphone we're using and the the mixing desk I used to control everything over here was all bought for me as a birthday present for my dad. I asked him if I could have one of those too, and he said that it wouldn't be a good decision. <laughs> so my dad has even been <laughs> my own father was like, I don't think you should do that. That would be a mistake. Uh, so. So, um, uh, just ha- how long does it take to walk to the train station? Probably about 10 minutes, 5 10 minutes. Right. Uh, Do you need to make a move. Kind of. How, how, how long have we been recording for? About 45 minutes. Okay, I think we might have to. Uh, call when is it. your train? My, my train's at like 20 past 4. Okay, you should probably make a move. 20 past 2, I mean. You should probably make a move then. Probably make a move. So, uh, um, yeah. yeah. So, this has, been, uh, this has been our errand of mercy. Yeah, thank you very much for listening to this uh, somewhat truncated episode truncated and whiskey bound whiskey <laughs> um yeah you can um hopefully catch us again next week Friday we don't die in a stag yeah, do if we're related not, incident if, tonight it's Friday we don't die in a stag do and flood related hmm. incident um yeah provided provided Birmingham stays above water for another 24 hours we should be okay I live in a third floor apartment so I'm just gonna get a boat I'm just going to dash in one of my windows (laughs) and then I'll just climb into it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Please tell a friend. You can find us at EOM Podcast on Twitter, uh, Errand of Mercy on Facebook, and EOM.podcast is our Gmail account. Yes, please send us things. And, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, Good afternoon. Good afternoon. (laughs) Try and stay above water this week, everyone.